0: Hello Chaos Conjurers, I'm your host, Chaos Chloe, and today I have another review for you from The Desert Prince by Peter V. Brett. It's the first book in the new Night Saga series, and this series is a continuation of his Demon Cycle series. So, as always, I'm going to start off by reading the synopsis, and then I'll do a spoiler-free review and then I'll jump into some spoilers, but I'll give you clear warning before I do so. so. Here's the synopsis. Fifteen years have passed since the end of the war with demons, creatures of darkness who have haunted the night and plagued humanity since time out of mind. The heroes of humanity's hour of need have become legend, and those who remain struggle to escape their shadows. Olive Paper and Darren Bales have grown up in this new peaceful world Demons have all but been destroyed, but dangers still lurk for the children of heroes. Olive, Princess of Hollow, has her entire life planned out by her mother, Duchess Leisha Paper. A steady march on a checklist to prepare for her succession. The more her mother writes the script, the more Olive rails against playing the parts she's been assigned. Darren faces challenges of a different kind. Though free to choose his own path, the weight of legacy hangs heavy around his shoulders. It isn't easy being the son of the man people say saved the world. Everyone expects greatness from Darren, but the only thing he's ever been great at is hiding. But when Olive and Darren step across the wards one night, they learn the demons are not all gone, and those that remain hunger for revenge. Events are set in motion that only prophecy can foresee, as Olive and Darren seek to find their own place in the world, in time to save it again. So, let me start off by saying that this has a really YA feel to it, this book. I really enjoyed the world building uh, and the, the rich, you know, history and lore in this book, and I liked the cast of characters, I felt like they were interesting and diverse, um, however... I don't typically enjoy too much teenage angst and you know thinking when I say angst, I kind of mean like, you know, the all the thinking about kissing and who gets to kiss who and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like I would have enjoyed this book more when I was a teen or maybe even my early twenties. But I don't really enjoy this kind of YA very much anymore. Especially when it's the first person present tense where you are constantly being berated with their inner thoughts. I think the thing that bothers me is that this wasn't really advertised as a YA, and it should have been because I probably wouldn't have put this on my reading list because YA isn't my all-time favourite genre anymore. I read them infrequently, um, and I have such a long reading list at the moment that I probably wouldn't have put another one on my list at this point in time if I hadn't known it was a YA. Uh, So, yeah, the fact that this wasn't advertised as a YA when, to me, who's read a lot of YA throughout her life, it's clearly YA, that bothered me a bit. And I'm not saying that this is YA because of the character's ages. You can have teenage characters in a story and not have it be a YA book, but, you know, as I said, I have devoured YA books throughout my entire life, and this is a very young adult book. With a lot of the typical tropes, you know, horny teenage hormones, not getting along with their parents, and you can't trust the adults, so we'll have to go and save the day ourselves. You know, these are a lot of the tropes that you see typically in YA, and they were in this book that felt like a YA. So yeah, that's probably my first gripe with this book. Um, it was good, but yeah, it, it, it should be advertised as YA, because for me, it's clearly that Um, You know, don't get me wrong, I enjoy a really good coming-of-age story, but as I've gotten older, I am very particular about the amount of plot to internal teenage monologue, and I got a lot of internal teenage monologue from this book, and I felt that this was definitely a novel that was heavy into the internal monologue part of the spectrum. You know, as I've gotten older, as I just mentioned, I find that when I do read YA, I like it when it deviates more from the traditional tropes of YA or incorporates those traditional tropes into a more plot heavy on the action. This book was a bit slow in the beginning on the action, and then by the time it got to like the high action, like fast paced plot, it was almost too late. It had lost me by that point. This book did feel very much like a continuation book of The Demon Cycle rather than its own actual standalone spin-off reading the previous series would probably make every encounter with the past characters more nostalgic but unfortunately i haven't read it i haven't read the demon cycle series so i didn't have this to help prop up the enjoyment of the book is probably what i'm getting at you know i feel like a lot of readers who've read a lot of peter v brett's books before particularly the demon cycle books A lot of the enjoyment they probably got from this series was seeing some of those old characters again and reading about them again. And because I haven't read them, any, you know, enjoyment that I could take from that didn't exist for me. These are all brand new characters to me. And yeah, so I didn't have that to like prop up a lot of the problems I had with this book. You know, Brett put a lot of effort into making sure readers unfamiliar with the original series would understand what's going on like I do feel like he explained things enough to me that I felt immersed in the world as a new reader and I really appreciate that I did like that Brett was able to write two very distinctive character voices which is important when you're reading in the first person but you also have two narrators I think he pulled this off very well I was surprised that I gravitated towards Darren's character as much as I did You know, while I found Olive interesting, I did find myself looking forward to Darren's parts of the story. Brett did a great job of capturing the internal and external pressures placed upon him to be like his father. I really connected with his character much more than I thought I would. I actually wish that he had received a bit more time um, in the book, that we got more time with him in the story. We got a lot of Olive and I felt that I actually was looking forward to Darren's parts of the story a lot more. I did find this book a long read. While the writing is great in many ways, and I can tell that Peter B. Brett is talented, this is the first book I've read of his, and I really had to push through parts of this book. A good fantasy for me needs to be like a page-turner, and I feel like when a story is, you know, when a story is so good, I end up staying up to like 3 a.m because I just need to know what's going to happen next. Uh, I like to leave a story feeling like the characters have become like part of my own family. However, I can't say that this happened while reading The Desert Prince. It didn't start to pick up pace until towards the end and even when there was action it started to feel a bit like rinse and repeat, particularly when people fought other people um, like the people and people action scenes after a few started to feel really yeah just rinse and repeat for so much of this book it wasn't like what's going to happen next i need to turn the page it was okay i'm just going to finish this chapter and go do something else and i think that's a what how i mark how much i like a book against it's like how excited am i to read the next chapter like must i stay up to 3 a.m or not And unfortunately, this book, it was not. (laughs) I feel like I'm saying a lot of downsides. Like, I didn't hate this book. Like, don't get me wrong. It was good. I enjoyed it. But I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as many of the other fantasy books I've read. So I feel like I just keep pointing out downsides. But I think I'm feeling the need to justify why I'm giving this kind of average rating. Because I saw online that lots of people loved this book. And I was like, is it me? Like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not enjoying this as much as so many other people obviously are so I think that's why I'm pointing out all the flaws it's not that it's a bad read I just want to justify why I'm only giving it three out of five chaos cats so one of the other downsides I found to having the character narrate the story was while the book shifts the focus between characters there comes a point where it stops for a really long while on like one perspective and when it jumps back to the other character I sometimes felt a bit like pull out of the story and then there would be a catch-up process and it would be, you know, it would take me a while to get back into the different character's perspective, the opposite character's perspective. And then just as I'd settled into that character, often we'd like shift over to the, back to the other one. So, you know, I did find this a bit jarring at times. I felt like he needed to be a bit more consistent with um, perspective and how much time he allotted to each perspective In terms of world building, I did feel um, Brett did a wonderful job of this. I enjoyed the different cultures and the human, uh, what would you call it? The human tribal conflicts, I guess is what you'd call it, uh, of the world and of the book. They felt really alive and the magic and demons were amazing. So like I said, there was lots of really great things about this book. I just felt like a lot of the flaws let it down too much for me. Uh, And so, as I said... I'm only going to give this three out of five Chaos Cats. It gets a three because the writing was good. However, the story just wasn't for me. Um, I can see why people love this book. And I feel like it is more suited for a younger audience or people who enjoy YA more than I do. There was a time in my life when like, YA was all I wanted. Like, It was all I was about. And while I still foray back into that space every now and then, um it's no longer like my regular cup of tea let's say okay so i'm gonna head straight into the spoiler section of this review so warning warning spoilers ahead so i'm actually not going to talk about too many spoilers um mostly because i have to say i didn't enjoy this book as much as i hoped so i don't have a lot to say about it with uh, because i don't want to trash it basically because i can see that it's a good book like i can see that it's good It just wasn't for me. So like the only spoiler I really want to bring up and mention is that, you know, I enjoyed the fact that Olive is intersex. And I really appreciated that um, Brett, you know, went for the representation and, you know, he showed the struggles of a person questioning gender and what it means to them and like the world that they live in. You no, know, she was raised as a girl and then kidnapped and forced to live as a man. And Olive struggles with being both and neither at the same time. This was very like this was an interesting part of the book and probably one of the bits I enjoyed the most. Um, however, the romance throughout this novel was very teenagery, and I typically like romance in my fantasy novels, but it just it wasn't for me in this book. I, I can't tell you why. It just didn't really enrapture me. Um, I didn't find myself interested in it much at all. Uh, I did find that the closing chapter was a bit anticlimactic for me as well. You know, I just felt like the plot, you know, wrapped up at the end, didn't really leave me like hanging out to read the next book. You know, I get that other guy, Car, is that how you say his name? I don't know how to say his name. Gaikar, I think it is, is still like a major threat. The mind demon, the mind control demon. Um, So I guess like that's the driving plot to like keep reading the series. But if I'm being completely honest, I have to say that I don't think I'll be reading the rest of the Nightfall saga. I've got so many other books on my to read list. This was good. I'm still going to give it a three out of five because... Brett is a great writer, the world building's cool, the demons and the lore of this book are cool, but it just wasn't for me. A bit too YA for me, romance was boring, and yeah, I can see why people love this book, but yeah, it just wasn't for me. So it's getting a 3 out of 5, and I don't really know what else I can say. I feel like people are going to hate me for not liking this book more, Uh, but... It is what it is. So Chaos Conjurers, that's the end of my review of The Desert Prince by Peter V. Brett. Keep conquering that chaos, guys.